Welcome to the Agree to Disagree show, a show that discusses news, politics, and pop culture with your host, Luigi C. I want to see how many people I can agree to disagree with. We will try to solve life's great mysteries. Why is the sky blue? Why do we lean left or right? Why are we all nuts? Let's start the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 24 of the Agree to Disagree show podcast, where we discuss current events, politics, and pop culture. I'm your host, Luigi C. Guys, today's show is a little uh, special, special show we have lined up for you. I have lined up for you, and hopefully we'll see some guests uh, coming on this evening. It's uh, what I'm calling our 2020 um, year in review show, the disaster and mess which was uh, defined by 2020. Um, so I've invited previous guests and some friends to, to come on um, during the, the, the evening. Whoever wants to come on, we'll have a good chit-chat. And uh, we'll, see, we'll see who shows up and we'll see how that goes. So um, guys, as I remind you every week, we are currently streaming live on multiple platforms, including Facebook and YouTube also available as a podcast uh, wherever you get your podcast afterwards, including um, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And guys, if you appreciate the show and its content, uh, remember to subscribe, like, or share this with any friends, family. Uh, it would be greatly appreciated. Um, you could use all the support uh, we could get. Um, so I decided to, this, uh, this evening to do a show, a year in review show, um to 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 basically talk about what type of year we've had and um and also just to say thank you so so th that's where i want to begin i wanted to say thank you uh to to all the loyal listeners uh friends uh strangers that i've met over the facebook and above all all my 23 uh guests that i've had uh, since the beginning of this show uh, 2020, you know, uh, was a catalyst. I mean, even though it sucked, it was a great catalyst for me to, to start my second podcast show. Um, and I'm so glad that I, that I have started this because, um, I'm, I've been given this platform and with it, I've met and interviewed so many interesting people and just interesting and fascinating people. Uh, so I'm greatly, greatly, um, appreciative of that i really am um so so this was the, the reason honestly tonight just uh to look at the year that it was hopefully we'll see if we have some guests come on here guys like as i say as well put your comments in the in the comment pages whether you're watching on youtube or on facebook live put your live comments questions just to say hi whatever it may be we'll try to answer them and get to them all and show them on the screen um so what I wanted to start off with, um, you know, we, we said it's a, it's a year in review show, but uh, something that that that's come up recently, and and why it came why it, it caught my attention is is because the 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 amazing hypocrisy on this. Um, 
uh, on this show, um, uh, in including the year that we're going through. Not sure if you guys saw this. Um, so despite Premier's calls for Quebecers to stay home, Liberal M&A, Pierre d'Arcan, vacations in Barbados. Now, um, I'm not going to get into the, the, the pros and cons of this, but when you're an elected official and you are part of a party that is, uh, or just, you know, a politician saying that you have to stay home, we are going through, uh, everyone has to pull their, their, their weight. You have to stay home. We have to do what we need to do for the greater good. You're trying to shove this down our throats every day, every day. Um, and then here you have Pierre Arquin flew to Barbados with his wife for the holidays, holidays, and now he says he regrets the decision. So despite repeated calls by the federal and provincial governments not to travel, Quebec liberal m and Pierre Arquin is in Barbados for the holidays. A witness in the Glitter Bay area of the island reported seeing Arquin to Radio Canada. In a statement to Radio Canada, Arquin said he now regrets the decision given the current situation in Quebec and the respect we owe to health workers. Despite the fact that travel is not prohibited, we are aware of the magnitude of cri cri criticism against people traveling south during the pandemic. Still, he added that Barbados is currently one of the fastest, safest places in the world. Now, I don't think I could under uh, understate um, the the magnitude of hypocrisy on here. Now, because basically what? Because he says that he deeply regrets this decision, that it it, it suddenly be, becomes okay. The, do do politicians have a um, you know like diplomatic immunity from any of this? Listen, I understand. I understand that you're human. I understand that we are all human and we all need to get away. I've had numerous discussions with friends and families, um, family members and friends, co-workers, the need to get away. But when you're an elected official and you are, are begging, begging us to stay home and you are caught with your pants, literally with your pants down in Barbados. He's only sorry because he got caught, right? It's it's the classic, um, the classic. He, he you know he's he's only sorry that he got caught. Um, I have a huge problem with this. I have a huge problem with this because you see, where at what point could we say you're fired? We fire you. I don't want to hear about apologies. I don't want to hear um, your explanations. You're only sorry because you got caught. And listen, I know that every human is, is imperfect and we can make mistakes. But when the government is cracking down, handing out fines for getting together with family and... Um, and telling you to to stay home, to not travel, even though they decide to leave. And now that's another thing that we're going to talk about. They decide to leave. The airport's open. It's like giving you know, like it's like giving candy to a baby. Don't eat it, honey. Don't eat it. But you, you make the kid smell it and try it and lick it. And but don't eat the rest of it. It's not good for you. It's the same shit, right? Why leave 
why leave the, the airports open? So now finally, Quebec, because this is, of course, uh, transport and, and, and airports are federal jurisdictions, the Quebec government has asked the Canadian government to uh, either close the airports or, uh, as they just uh, I just read today, that now will be mandatory, I believe, to get tested, um, have a negative test to leave the country and also re-entry into the country, I believe. So my question to you is, fine, if you're leaving and you're at, you're at Dorval Airport, Pierre Elliott Trudeau Airport, and you test a negative or positive, you can't fly. I don't care. Tough luck for you. You took the risk. You bought the ticket. Arrangez-vous. All right? What happens if you're in another country and you test positive? You're stuck there for another 14 days? <laughs> I guess it's the price you're going to have to pay for making that decision, right? So this, this decision in and itself becomes a moral, a moral issue, right? Um, should we be traveling? Should we all pay the price? Should we all have to do what we need to do for the greater good? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have that answer. I really don't. Um, it, it's 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 quite interesting to me. It really is that um, you know um, that now everybody has become the moral compass, right? The, the moral experts on ethics, on what is right and what is wrong. But I believe that when humans are are pushed to a point where they're suffering from seasonal depression, they're suffering from depression, they're suffering from lack of human contact, um, there's going to be breaking points. There's going to be breaking points, whether it be having large gatherings here, whether it be having to leave the country and be on a warm beach, because as we know, our, our Quebec winters are, are, are not very merciful, unforgiving, especially for people with seasonal depression. Um, so people, humans are going to have their breaking point. They really are. Um, now where, where are we at in terms of this, um, this COVID situation and, um, vaccines, um, we have some vaccines now with this new strain of the flu come of the of the COVID coming from 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 Britain. I don't know how how the fuck does it start in 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 the UK, or, or basically that was the first reported um, case was out of the UK. Um, I mean, wh what does this what does this say, right? What has become of the effectiveness of the vaccine that's already been uh, distributed? Um, is it going to be as effective on the second one? This apparently this new one, apparently this new strain of the virus is what did they say? 70 or 80% highly more contagious than the original strand of the, um, COVID. So, um, I don't know. Let's see what we have. We have our first guest guys. Claudio, what's up, buddy? Hey, not much, not much. I was listening to what you were saying. And by the way, before I continue, thank you for, for, for doing this. Uh, it's amazing. And uh, before we continue, uh, you know, this is an amazing, informative 
podcast. Like whenever I watch you, I'm like, I like what this guy sing. He has balls, and this is great. This is great. So, like always, Claudio. By the way, guys, Claudio is from the Dirty Four podcast. They were my guests as well. Uh, so I don't know if you saw my intro. I, I just took yeah. this show as a as an opportunity to say thank you to my guests. Uh, 2020 was a shitty year. It really was. It, it you know with the with the bad comes good, and the good is that you and I have started our own shows. <laughs> nothing else to do. <laughs> exactly. You know what? I was gonna aim there too. You know what? You know what? Uh, we all have our our own shows. I have nothing better to do. I'm like, why not? You know, and it makes us strong, uh, very strong speakers. Yeah. Uh, but what, I. What were you gonna chime in, Claudia? What were you gonna chime in? I was gonna. I was gonna say I agree with what you're saying about that Bacala who went to uh, Barbados. Meanwhile, you know the the government is uh, government saying, "Oh, you know uh, we should stay home due to COVID. Wear your masks when you go outside." But my question to you, Louis, and yeah. I've been trying to ask this: Why can't the airports? You know your best friend Trudeau. Why can't he close down the airports? That's what I don't understand. Well, um, he can. He, however, he chooses not to. Now, what is the reason behind that? I could only, I can only speculate. I could possibly say, I don't know, people that have left already, how are they going to come back in if he closes the airport? Um, I'm not sure, Claudio. I don't know why he, he, but however, I don't know if you heard mm -hmm. that uh, today because the Quebec government was, was basically begging him to either close but what they did is now they instilled that they have to have you have to have a negative covid test i believe to leave the country and also a negative test to come back into the country but my question was i have no idea who's going to administer it who's going to pay for it and is it going to be done for let's say for example they go they go to uh, somebody goes to cuba yeah they get it they come back where's the test is it the test done in cuba I don't think so. Is the test done here in the airport? Let's say if they test positive at the airport. What are you going to do? Oh, you're going to have to sleep at the airport for 14 days. You know what? I think what they're doing, first of all, this is the dumbest strategy I've ever heard in my life. Uh, a donkey could come up with a better strategy than this. Second of all, I think it's going to come out of their own pockets as well. I mean, granted we are during a pandemic right mm -hmm. granted you want to go travel well you know what you're gonna have to pay your plane ticket for yourself and for whoever you want to go with plus you're gonna have to be charged uh, for a covid test now what now what i see well like what i see positive about this is the fact that you're gonna have to pay extra because of this that is that's actually a good thing because if you got to travel you got to pay sure. more but the negative side to it is why you know i understand that you know you want to leave leave the province to you know for mental health i understand but you know also don't understand of like you know what we all we're all in the same boat technically yeah what what really blows my mind is that you know what you want to leave you know i I'm, i i also believe in like you know i think people should be fined as well because technically speaking you know everyone's going through this you know what gives them the special authority to leave as well? well there's no there clear. Is, no, there is no clear. The problem is, Claudio, is that if the airport, listen, if the airport is open, you mm -hmm. have the right to travel. As long as you have a mask on the plane, yeah. you have the right to travel. But on that note, I just saw a picture. I'm not going to say any names. Two friends of mine on the air, in the airplane with no mask on taking a picture. 
So I didn't see the rest of the airplane. It looked like it was pretty much empty. Maybe they had just boarded, but they didn't even have their mask on. Okay. It was nowhere in sight in the picture. Um, so as long as it's still legal, right? It, it's, it's, you're not, you, I can't blame people for leaving. Now, I, I choose to shit on this politician because mm. he's a politician. He's there, to set, he's there to set an example. Mm-hmm. You're, fi- you're fining your population for get-togethers, mm-hmm. but yet you're fucking flying off to Barbados for a vacation. Exactly. exactly. You know what? I don't care. Your shit doesn't stink. You're a politician. Oh, absolutely. You know, when I saw that picture, when I saw him uh, in, Bar- in Barbados, I'm like, you know, and again, I'm this from a uh, from my point of view. I'm like, you know, there's a lot of people who have anxiety, a lot of people who are suffering because of this. Because you, I'm sorry, I'm gonna go a little bit off here, so sorry about this. So you and the and the liberal fucks and and Lacac are are giving fines, are telling people to stay home, but meanwhile you're going on vacation. That's that's like taking your 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 dick and then it's like oh you can't you can't go by slapping your balls. That's what it feels like. And you know what? And the more I see these stupid idiots, the more. I hey Vance, what's up? Hey, <laughs> hey. Oh, here My we go. Yeah. We got we got a menage a trois. We got a party. <laughs> hey, exactly. My the, the, My <laughs> over and the more I see these idiots, I'm like, why? Are you, like, oh, you know what? They they better be voted out, man. The CAQ, man, they better be voted the fuck out, man. Oh, Vance, Vance, you got you the CAQ. He didn't say CAC because I want to take a CAC right now. Word, CAC. Uh, Vance, you caught you caught you caught Claudio in the, in the middle of a of a of a rant, man. He's upset. He's upset about this fucker. God damn, politician you know that you know got what? that got caught in Barbados. Yeah, yeah. a liberal M&A. Did you hear about this? This is what we're talking about. A liberal yeah. M&A. Got caught in Barbados, and he apologizes only because he got caught, right? <laughs> Stupid fuck. Hey, by the way, where's Legault during these useless conferences? Uh, I don't know. Oh uh, yeah, know. you know what? He better be sure because I saw even him that. Uh, well, who knows? Maybe maybe, maybe Legault planned a, a conference in Barbados. And maybe we'll go plant the fucking conference in this grave. I don't know. Oh, wait, did I say I that a lot? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right. So listen, guys. So so since Vance, so since, by the way, Vance, Michelle from the Coffee Talk podcast. Word. Rapid Flames podcast. Right, right. And the third, which is the third, the hat trick, which is the third? The Tell funny papers. The, the funny, funny papers. papers with Vance, Michelle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Vance also was, I was saying Vance off air, uh, well, actually at the beginning of the show, was this this year in review was a way of saying, uh, first of all, thank you to all my previous guests. You guys have made this show what it is. And I was telling Claudio that it was a year that it was so shitty, but allowed us, all of us, to, to start what we started, right? These podcasts, because there's no other way of us expressing ourselves, right? Word. <laughs> so, yeah, that's for sure. So, I... I I want to ask, I want to ask, okay, um, besides COVID, since this is a year-end in review show, okay, Vance, we'll start with you. What was your your favorite part of the year? Something else besides COVID, favorite part of the year or, or most fucked up part of the year, whatever. Oh, my favorite part of the year, hands down, has got to be, uh, well, me personally going to Vancouver for three weeks. All right. Yeah. And I had to go, I was chilling out there. I got to enjoy being free while motherfuckers was on lockdown before they got to go on lockdown themselves. 
So that was pretty cool. Well, uh, th that's for sure. That's for mm -hmm. sure. Claudio, what about you? I know you have so much to, to get off your chest. Oh, uh, no. Uh, what's, your, so... what's your what's your news news related? Oh, besides... news related. Yeah, re you are, oh, yeah, don't man. relate that. Trump yeah, is not an office. That's that's <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm down with that. That was that was yeah. that that really got me excited as fuck. That's got me excited. It's crazy. Yeah, but now okay, so so because I'm gonna get more pussy in the streets now, son. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There was a lot of frustrated women in these streets now, son, because there was a pussy grabbing guy <laughs> in the office and shit. Now, now that they were leave to see this guy out, you know what I'm saying? Now, now, now I can get pussy. You know what I'm saying? Now I could come up on them on some shit where 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 I don't look that aggressive. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I could look like a puppy to these motherfuckers. I could look, or I, you know what I'm saying? I could so look. No, I can look great. I don't. I don't have a. You know what I'm saying? It's so, great. So, you, so you're blaming Trump for this, right? Well, I'm because blaming Trump. Trump was a lot of reasons why a lot of women. You know, yeah, I'm blaming Trump for the reason why I couldn't get pussy for this whole for 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 the last four eight four eight years he was in um presidency. No, four actually. Four. Oh, four years. It felt like eight. It felt like eight. But you know I'm what? I'm sure you ask Americans that it does. Yeah, you were gonna say Claudio. But you know what? Say whatever. Say whatever you want about Trump. But man, Trump himself is a stand-up comedian, man. Yeah, he, he was is. very entertaining. Very entertaining. Yes. Which which president? I was gonna say comedian, sorry. Yo, which I gotta go to the kitchen real quick. I got my chicken burger. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> so, How do you want to top that, Claudio? I know, I know, I know. All right, all right, all right. All right. Go, what go. I'm saying is like, is like which president goes oh. on Twitter at two o'clock in the morning. And tweets about hilarious things. That come on, you know what? We're not gonna enjoy a comedy show uh, now. But mind you, Biden, Biden's uh, super strength is sniffing twelve-year-old kids' hair. So there's that one. But and you know you what? Hmm? No, I was I was gonna say a case could be made. A case could be made for for. Um, oh my God! Look at this! Look at this! Come on! Come on! Come on. Hold on a second! Whoa, whoa, oh shit! My God. He's he's gonna oh. do. He's, no, no. Oh. I'm down here setting up my New Year's Eve show, and I saw you guys were doing this. I thought I'd hop on with you. Oh, oh fuck man. how are you, man? It's and I'm drinking. I'm drinking an 11.9 percent beer, so we're oh. gonna start talking. Cheers, Frate. Uh, I'm drinking, I'm drinking, I'm drinking uh, hot water with lemon because my digestive system. Oh, wow. all right, guys. He's always got a problem, man. Oh, this is turning out good. Okay, first of all, just before, guys, Eric <laughs> Johnston was my first official guest on my podcast what way, way back up, in guys? March. Way mm -hmm. back in March, Eric Johnston is a comedian from Hamilton, Ontario. Guys, he's freaking hilarious if you oh, want yeah. to see the show nice go back to my first show of the agree to disagree show he's on it and he was fantastic actually eric well, buddy how could how... i not be come on guys i, I know i know <laughs> okay now before 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 we continue here eric i want to ask i love the porn mustache oh buddy. Yeah. <laughs> i grew it out for uh november and then i had all these girls be like i kind of like it and all you need is one hot girl to tell you they like what you're doing and then you That's just it. roll with it 
Why wow, you think this brother still got this hair? Right? Yeah. I, I feel you, E. I feel you, e. I, guess, I, I guess Louis and I are good because we don't have a mustache and we have normal size. No, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Vance, but I always wanted to know, Vance, how, how does it feel to run if you're a girl and the, when they they pass your hands in that hair? How does it feel? Tell me. It feel it feels it feels pretty good. You know what I'm saying? It feels pretty good. It feels it's like, pretty good. It's like, it's like petting a sexy sheep. <laughs> 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 I can't wait for all of us to go back on stage, man. Oh man. <laughs> I, really can, I, just, man. I just realized I'm, I'm right now I'm, I'm currently with three comedians. I, I have my I have my hands full here, right? Yo, Eric. Yeah. I just realized this thing got crazy, crazy. Real quick. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know how crazy it looked. Maybe I do need to cut it. <laughs> Holy wow, God, they start it. twisting it out. You look like old dirty bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm your next, I swear to God, your next uh your next uh album or next piece of promotion you put out, you should you should photoshop your face into the old dirty bastard uh <laughs> that CD cover with the meal the meal ticket. I did that yeah, for my yeah, sister. Like the food the food the food stamp. <laughs> yeah, that's right. My yeah, sister, my, my, my sister turned 36 last year and i threw her and enter the 36 chamber theme wu-tang theme birthday party oh that's dope and i uh i soup i yeah i photoshopped her face onto that album cover <laughs> i think you would look a lot better <laughs> oh. <laughs> right, i'm gonna think of doing that i'm gonna think of doing that yo now nah, somebody had told me i look like the mcdonald's uh fry guy <laughs> <laughs> so i was thinking of, i was that made me you know i figured of Cutting the hair soon. Would, would, would you like some fries with that, sir? Yeah. Right. <laughs> that or his dreads. I'm about to be Bob Marley out this bitch real yeah. soon. Dread oh, good, man. Uh, so, I just want to say, uh, Luigi, you've come so far with this show from the first one that I did. It was just an idea that you had, and now you're doing it almost every week, and and you're having different guests come on and spotlighting a lot of young, talented comics and 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 people. And it's funny, you know. I always say to anyone who's starting it, just do it, just start it yeah. and do it and build it. You know, if you build it, they will come. I've always said that, you know, and you. you just got to work guys. That's Mark. just all it comes down to is working, showing up. And, uh, you know, that's just what it comes down to. I don't know. I just, you know, you, now you've got the proper background with the, with the, with the stage and the agree to disagree live right. and the rolling banner and stuff. Right. And, I, you know, I, and same and same with you, Vance. I remember when you would start doing your live shit, it was just you on like a wanky ass phone. You kept falling <laughs> down and you had no mic and you're stoned and your phone was cutting out and now you got the proper podcast mic. Um, and Claudio, you too, man. I remember when you messaged me telling me to follow your, your YouTube page and stuff, dude. It just this is the this is the world we're living in. Like I, 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 uh, I comedy clubs shut down, so I built one in my basement. Oh, <laughs> yeah, nice. Yo, I'm telling you, by by Mar by April, everything's gonna be open up, man. Well, we hope. April, yeah. hope, man. April. Well, um, now they got that vaccine out, so you know what I mean. They should they should start opening shit up now. Exactly. They, exactly. Well, what's the deal? What's the deal, Luigi? Why was the vaccines out? And we and then we get into more lockdowns. What's what's the deal with that? What's the deal with cat <laughs> handling this situation? Because the politicians now, the politicians that are getting elected and they look stupid. They look retarded now. I can't I can't stand. I don't care if you left or right. No matter what, like yo, you just got people. How the government's just full of liars because these guys no, they're just full of elitists. 
They're elite people, and they're looking at us like we're a bunch of dummies. That's why they feed us these dumbass roles. Like we can't, we don't know how to govern ourselves. Like yeah. lockdown. What the fuck is this? <laughs> oh, tell us how you really feel. <laughs> is this, life? Okay. This, is life? Well, this is the life that I gotta wake up to. I gotta wake up. To us doing Zoom shows, it's great. It's great seeing you guys. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> not like this. Not like this. Not not like, I, and then on top of this, you know what I'm saying? On top of this, on top of this, I love the guy to death, okay? That's my man in this. But on top of this, I got my man Derek Sagan telling me that, yo, everything is going to be all right. No, no everything, everything's not going to be all right. And, and the, the premiere, premiere, on top of all this shit, he says, yo, Take a fuck, take a nap, take a nap, <laughs> Mister Coffee Talk. Take a nap, son. <laughs> fuck out of here, bro. Well, okay. So, so there's so much, so much to 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 touch on there. First of all, uh, Eric, I want to say, say thank you for your kind words. Uh, of course. Uh, you know, you know, I appreciate. Oh, yeah. I appreciate and I love you, brother. Honestly, I really do. Um, I think you're 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 an ace, and I, and I I want to thanks for those kind words and and and. I, I want to echo the same things just like with Claudio and for Vance. Uh, you know, we all started something this year, and I think we're going to continue. And I think, and I see all the work that everyone's put in it. So thank you so much for that. Uh, I really appreciate that. So to go on that, since we're we're talking, Eric, I want I want to before I go into what Vance was saying, I want to know what your favorite news or or thing in politics or or pop culture what happened besides covid what was your favorite part of 2020 we're just gonna sidestep vance's rant <laughs> no 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 <laughs> no you know what I, I dude this oh man this year has obviously been crazy i try not to pay too much attention i don't know you guys have known if you see me do comedy and watch my do me do comedy i don't comment on anything political or anything going on in the world or anything i've always believed that a comedy show is a place where people go to forget about the world and right. listen to my problems and listen to my growing up and listen to my relationships and listen it doesn't it's it's not you know me 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 egocentric it's me 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 i'm with you because i've experienced this and i'm sure you have too yeah um i don't do anything politics the world's it's fucked. Like, what are we going to like? Here's the thing. And I know that Vance is obviously frustrated. <laughs> no, you don't say. And, and and I think a lot of people are frustrated. But this year, the biggest thing we've learned is how little power we have. <laughs> like, yeah. like, it's like I, I am not. I, I think as a as a, a proper entertainer, you should you should have no side. You know, you should not sw You should not be left or right. You should be able to swing and comment on both sides. You right. know, being in the entertainment industry, I naturally fall more to the left. You know, but there are some things on the right that, you know, like I, I I'm I'm not a vegan. You know, I can sh I shoot guns. I've never been hunting, but like you know what I mean. And there's certain th there's certain things that the right not necessarily believes in, but wants to allow that I enjoy. Uh, you know, every every couple times a year, I go up to my cousins, who's like extremely right wing, like redneck crazy guy but i love him and i listen to him and i understand everything that he's saying and then you know we shoot gun we, i shoot play you know clay pigeons and then he goes and shoots real animals but i mean i understand that side and i understand the left i think what we're learning is this pendulum is going to continuously swing left and right and as it swings very far to the right some people are going to lose their heads and then it's going to swing back to the left and people are going to lose their heads 
I think as a as an entertainer, your job is to kind of bob and weave and stay in the middle. Exactly. You know, there's a Jay Z lyric. You know, I don't believe in God. I believe in Gotti. That's you know what I mean. Like, I don't. I don't. I don't believe in anyone that's 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 you know. Um, telling me to say or do anything for for political reasons i just believe in my own dreams and i'll do anything i'm a by any means necessary type guy to to chase my dreams and chase my goals and chase everything that i want from life mm-hmm. uh and much like Gotti did he did it in a negative way but i mean wow. he was a hustler teflon don nothing stuck you know what i mean i grew up an italian neighborhood i'm very obviously look at me uh, uh influenced <laughs> by mafia culture Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but I just think that the biggest thing that we've learned this year, I think, is that we're really all in this are on our own. Not, not, not to say that you don't have a support system with friends and family and podcasts and, and other entertainers and stuff, but it really comes down to what you put in, you'll get out. You know what yeah. I mean? Like comedy clubs shut down the first time I started that Eric Johnson live podcast that kind of fizzled and whatever, because it, the, the live, no offense, the live market kind of got oversaturated, yeah. uh, but I kind of <laughs> just let that fizzle. And mm-hmm. then I was like, Hey, I, people are having backyard parties. Boom. Eric Johnson campfire comedy tour, hit people's backyards, do as many yeah. as I can. Oh, okay. Comedy clubs are open, but there was only allowed to be 50 people inside. Okay. I did 29 shows at comedy clubs with 50 people at them. Uh, I come home, they close again. I'm like, okay, you know what? I was a little resistant to the Zoom shit, but if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it right. I get the backdrop, I get the logo, I get the mic, I get the HD 1080p webcam, I get the contacts. I made more money this year during corporate season doing Zoom comedy calls for corporate corporations than I did the previous two years doing actual live shows for corporates. Because I could do like three or four a day. Where I just come, I make a coffee, whatever. Oh, I got one at two o'clock. Come down, do my half hour, 45 minutes, hour. Boom. I got one at seven o'clock. Boom. I got one at nine o'clock. And people would just, you know, send the money. I do the shows. I mean, that's it. Now it's like New Year's tomorrow night. I was like, what am I going to do for New Year's? I got nothing. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll do an open to the public Zoom call. And I've sold like 60 tickets. You know what I mean? It's just like... I, that comes from years of building my name. Obviously, I couldn't just walk into these comedy clubs and be like, I want to do 29 shows or, you know, reach out to these companies and go, you're going to book me for your Zoom call. That took 10 years of constant work. Right. But you just got to work, man. Yeah. <laughs> I got no other advice that you only get out of life what you put into it. Well, so listen. it's not very political. It's more personal. But you take the stance of the politics and the world and it's like, you know, it's like, uh, it, it's a terrible image, but I'm like a rat. A rat will do whatever he can to survive. It's that last line of Goodfellas. Yeah. You're familiar yeah. with being a rat, aren't you, Mr. Henry Hill? Because a rat will do anything he can to survive. Yeah, exactly. I'm kind of like that. You know, I'm not a rat. I wouldn't rat on my friends. But I mean, I'm like, okay, this is close. Boom, move here. Mm-hmm. Like, where is the cheddar, for lack of a better word? Uh, where is the work? And again, it doesn't come down to money. It comes down to wanting to work. Uh, you could pay. I did one. I did two shows back to back. One paid me a thousand dollars. The next one paid me a hundred dollars, but I did the exact same amount of time at the exact same level of enthusiasm because I love work. That's it. Yeah. See, see, here's the thing, Eric, is that when to go back and to relate to what you just said and go back what Vance's, uh, rant was that, (laughs) (laughs) um, that, 
I have a problem when politicians start saying who could work, who could continue to make a living, and who can't, right? Because, you know, unlike some comedians like yourself that could do Zoom shows and get paid for it, let's let's could we agree that a lot of comedians can't do that right Eric? yeah well i mean you could i don't know how good you'd be i'm a i'm a goddamn professional but well, i mean i i know what you're saying not everyone's set up to do that and they have yeah. to kind of just wait you know i kind of this kind of fell at the best and worst time in my career worst time being yes. i felt like i was about to break this was this year 2020 was supposed to be my year I, I started off the year with like seven sold out shows in New Jersey. Then I come home for a bit. I go to Chicago. I do 12 sold out shows in Chicago. I'm breaking into the U.S. market. I'm like, this is my time. I was I, I actually was already booking the Eric Johnston Wanted in 50 States tour where I was going to try to do a show in every every state of mainland uh, America and do as much as I could. Wanted in 50 states. I had to cancel the entire thing. So that fucked me, obviously. Um, are we getting feedback? Yeah, Dario, lower, lower your mic up. Like your, it is me. No, it's not. It's uh, Dario. If you could lower your thing, do you hear me? Dario, do you hear me? He's working on it. No, he doesn't. All right, we're gonna we're gonna, have, we're gonna have to shut his mic for a second. Um, uh, yeah, no, so I had to cancel the entire thing, all right, yeah. that, and that sucks. But I had 10 years of road work behind me that I could jump in and find new ways to showcase my talent, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, I had new ways to make this happen because I had already built a name for myself. Mm-hmm. I understand what you're saying. Obviously, a guy who's been doing it for a year, two years, basically. All right, I just, I just did like three Zoom shows, and ain't nobody come to them shits. <laughs> ain't nobody came to them. I did it. Me too. I'm like, what the, what the fuck is this? You know what I mean? You know what I mean, Cordio? You know what I mean? We just like, <laughs> well, <laughs> let, me tell, let me tell you something. Like, that, word. Okay, let me you, take notes. You know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> take notes. <laughs> but I know what you're saying, and I know for someone maybe a year, two years, three years in, when you're basically you know open mic to to opening feature spot level. You're not allotted the things that I was allotted as a guy who's as a professional been doing it for 10 years. I get that. But you learned because you did those shitty Zoom calls that no one was on, just other comics. You know, I learned just in doing it how to pace my act for Zoom because my regular hour that I do, my I call it my hour. It's my hour. I make some changes in the middle, but it's pretty much the same hour every time. I do that all over North America. I'll be but back. I do I it, to my fries. But <laughs> but I I don't I have the live experience, right? So it's boom, 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 punchline reaction. Yeah. Boom, 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 punchline reaction. Whereas Zoom, you gotta go boom, 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 punchline, wait for it to go out. There's a little bit of lag, it hits everybody, then they start laughing, it goes through all the screens and comes back to you eventually. Then you keep going, boom, yeah. boom, boom. You know, you're going to learn things that we've learned while doing this style of comedy that you can take forward because that's how you have to work a theater. Of the theaters that I've done in my life, the number one thing any veteran comedian will tell you if you're doing a large theater or a small arena is slow down. If you're you're planning to do – if you're if you're um, if your set is 45 minutes in a theater or a small arena, plan to do a half hour. 
because everything is slowed down because it has to go through the consciousness of 750, 1200, 1500, 2000, 5000 people before it comes back to you. All right. Okay. So, uh, first, of all, Claudio, do you hear us? Yeah. Uh, sorry, Dario, do you hear us? Dario, do you hear us? Nah, man, I still hear EJ. <laughs> Dario, do you, you know what? It's instant now? replay of my speech. Uh, yeah. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, hey, you, can. you can. Hey, However, Dario. Hey, Dario. Hey, Dario. a little bit of a, a delay here. Okay. I apologize. Yeah, I'm glad to uh, see all you guys. And uh, first of all, I just want to uh, start off with um, by uh, introducing myself uh, to, to Vance. And uh, I just want to tell him not to feel bad at all about that cell phone, webcam, first thingy, whatever, back in the heyday, because that's basically what I'm doing right now on a crack screen. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> hey, I'm not, I'm not shitting on it. I'm just telling you, you got room for improvement. You know what I mean? Yeah, you got room for improvement, but no matter if you could keep it going, if you could do it, then just like he said, man, just do it. Like, I'm that's ready to exactly, do it. Exactly, exactly. I'm ready to uh, do another Zoom show. Next week, son. I don't but care it, how many people coming in. That's it. But it's okay because Dario is not, first of all, Dario is not a comedian like you guys. Second of all, Dario is one of my my loyal listeners and longtime friend of mine and has always been a supporter even when I had my first uh, uh, podcast with Tony Richo. Dario, thanks for, for jumping on today, bro. I really well, appreciate yeah, it. Your risk, eh? I, I know, I know. But listen, I want to, I want to get your feedback on this, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna make you go first. Or I might make Claudio go first, okay? Because just to go back to what Vance was saying, okay? Because I've been saying this. This may be a simplistic um, approach the way I see the way they're handling lockdowns, but here is, here is my take on this, and I want to see how you guys look at this. Why can't you take care of the most vulnerable in society, the older, the ones with weaker immune systems? Um, and, and have them quarantined and have them and, and let's be careful with them and then let everyone else decide what the fuck they want to do and what risk they want to take whether or not they want to open their business whether or not they want to go to work whether or not they want to work teletravail whether no matter what they want to do uh, and, and Vance said something what are we not adults could the government doesn't trust us we're guys listen I'm not saying I'm a denier here. I'm not. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. But we're literally one step away from communism here. So mm. why can't we try that approach? Other countries have tried it. Are we not disciplined enough? Nah, we're Zealand, New Zealand. They partying right now, yo. Of course. Yeah, but they're partying after months of extreme lockdown. Yeah, that's, that's true. the difference, bro. Things yeah. like in, the, uh, in Australia. Yes. Um, apparently, that yeah. even. Sorry, I just want to say this. In in Australia, apparently, even a kid who kicked accidentally a ball into a neighbor's yard, they were being watched by military and local Man. police. Mm -hmm. They they had strict um, surveillance everywhere. Like we had zero compared to them. Yes. Is it something that uh, we are used to? No. Um, but is it something that was necessary from the beginning? Yes. That's, Man. I mean, they are the only ones so far that, uh, have been able to knock it out, especially, uh, Australia, well, Australia and New Zealand. New Zealand. Uh, and, uh, that's really what needed to be done because look at it this way. You, you all the big box stores were left open. 
<laughs> you can go shopping for anything that you want, and yet you're shutting. They shut down all many other businesses, restaurants, which right. have proven themselves that no cases came from. Mm-hmm. So basically, in reality, Legault lost at least three hundred thousand, if not half a million votes from all the restaurant owners and the the um, workers and waiters and stuff like that. Uh, you know, and Luigi, you know your friends, uh, they're in that business as well, and they would definitely agree with me on that. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, I'm so it's it's just that it, it it was in many ways mishandled, but at the same time too. Um, you know, is our country and our governments designed to uh, basically do what Australia did? Do we have enough, basically, uh, cash in the in, in the bank accounts for in the government bank accounts to support everybody? Uh, you know, even if it's for two or three years straight. <laughs> so it's 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 easy to it's easy to say, yes, they they should have done what Australia did, but then again, the question is too. You know, uh, would it have been that possible? I mean, let's put it this way. You look at this Christmas, okay? Um, I actually have legal documents supporting my, basically my ass being at my cottage, okay? Okay. Uh, Everything's, I have all my stuff registered there. My residence is there. Well, when I came back down, okay, uh, obviously, I, I didn't go anywhere. I just went straight to my place. I saw my parents. That was it. And and they came back home. I tell you, from Mont-Tremblant all the way down Laval, I went to even a friend of mine's place. There was not a fucking cop to be seen. Well, that's so. See, see, so it brings me to another point, right? They were saying that they were gonna they were gonna look at cops during during the holidays, but there was it was proven that they were only gonna only answer. To complaints in terms of large they gatherings, snitches. It, well, exactly. So snitches. Okay. So uh, snitches are bitches. But listen, yeah. um, the thing is, is that they've instilled that fear now. They, they did. They, 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 they. You know, they, they. How can I say? Um, oh, here's uh, we got another one. Peter Bowen's yes. in the house. Yes. Yes. Oh, it's oh, going shit. down, man. Oh, shit. <laughs> shit. Uh, I, I just wanted to pop in for a bit. You know, oh, I mean, what's uh, up, Peter. Uh, 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 yeah, it was a vent, so I just want to say, uh, just open up the pity bars. <laughs> just open up the pity bars, please, and then uh, I want the escort services oh, on. Damn. Damn, we gotta keep it going, man. Hold on, Peter. Did, did, did they ever close? <laughs> no, like, oh, shit, man. Okay, well, this, show me super the hard sex, line, Super sex. Oh, no, no, that's already done. That's done, <laughs> man. That's done. You have, a, you have the is. only non-Quebecer that knows all about super sex. <laughs> that's, that, was eight, that was 18 ones. <laughs> Oh god damn man I know. How you doing, Pete? I'm as good as the weather man no, man I'm 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 having like pure back pain right now but uh, yeah I'm chilling I'm, I'm chilling <laughs> Hold on, yeah, hold on. can I say something What's yeah, going go ahead, Steve S- Steve Ciozios you were on Luigi's podcast and I love what you said about your point of view about restaurants uh, Yeah look I know it's Luigi's podcast but you have some interesting things you got to say too I'm just saying uh, I invited I invited Steve to to come on. Hopefully he will. Uh, he has he has the link, so we'll see if he comes on. Uh, Steve is the owner of my uh, my beloved cigar hangout. Oh, uh, I didn't know you hung out and smoked cigars. I'm smoking again. Let's go. Yes, oh, sir. When it's over. Come- <laughs> <laughs> when it's over and I'm back. I was in Montreal end of September. I was doing. I did uh, uh, 14 shows in Ottawa, and my barber is in 
my barber is in Montreal. So I, well, my, one of my best friends who was my first barber. So I went and saw him and I was actually in Montreal when it was like in going into red at the end of September. Mm -hmm. And I, it was, it felt like a war movie. Like we went downtown, we went for lunch and we, whatever we're hanging out. And then everyone's phone started going off. Like effective immediately tonight, red zone, Montreal. <laughs> and then I looked at him. I'm like, bro, I'm getting the fuck out of here. And I just went <laughs> straight back to Ottawa. And I did, I did another like, six or seven shows. But um, yeah, it's crazy. I think yeah. everyone's talking about like you know government, whatever. What can government do? But like, it's really you can't you can't do anything. You just have to listen to them. Like the conspiracy, you can be a conspiracy theorist or whatever. And I said this on your show the first time. Remember yeah. the week you had me yeah. on the first one. I said these conspiracy theories are like, you know, even if you take COVID out of it and you go back to something as far as you know, 9-11 was an inside job and they have all these videos and, and stuff to support their claims. Yeah, probably. But like, what the fuck are you going to do? The tower still fell. 2,700 people still died. The rubble's there. Whether the whether it was a terrorist situation or, or, or the own government who took down the towers – what the fuck are you gonna do? It's like that's right now we're in that situation right now. It's like, well, what the fuck are we gonna do? You can go and, and, and hit the streets and protest and you'll get arrested. So you don't want to get arrested, so you just stay home and listen to the government as long as you can. You know, yeah. if this goes on for like two, three years, which I hope it doesn't, Absolutely. but if it does, but if it does, I could see a whole revolt thing happening where people are like with flaming axes running down the street. I, I, can, I understand that side we're of it. Almost there. Oh. Oh, but it but it gets crazier with with the nine eleven thing. Like I remember, I heard this guy was like, you know what? If you want to know the catalyst that started nine eleven, we have to go back to the seventeenth century. I was like, motherfucker, we didn't have like buildings. Like, what are you talking? About? <laughs> <laughs> what you, what's, what's going on? But <laughs> I was more interested to see how it ended. You know what I mean? They I was took like, down oh. a two story brick house in seventeen hundreds. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So uh, on the subject of who's just joined us now, Steve, my favorite bar owner in Montreal. Stevie, how you doing, buddy? there's only one cigar uh thing in uh montreal, montreal that's, yeah that's and, the thing uh the thing on of, Crescent uh, Street. On Crescent yeah. Street. so uh so steve uh hopefully he'll come back on steve uh, is the owner of uh a Stogie's Lounge on the Stogies, corner, that's yeah, it, yeah, on the corner of uh, Rain Levesque and um, uh, Rain Levesque and the Crescent Street, and uh, he's a dear friend of mine. I love that place. Oh, snap! So it's a good time for me to mention that time when I went up to Stogie's with my own cigar. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you are allowed bringing your own cigar. That's a funny thing, though. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay, yeah. I know they have their insults. I know they. I still bought no, no. a drink. You're, you're allowed going to Stogies. Stevie, do you hear us? Yeah, no, can you guys how are you? All right, buddy. How are you, my good yourself? Bad, going crazy. Home yes, alone, sir. not home alone. Stuck at home with the wife. <laughs> she's she's in Mona Lisa, but even I can get. Sick of tired of looking at Mona Lisa all day. No, no, but, <laughs> but my question is, how how has she not killed you yet? She wants to kill me at eight o'clock when I usually go to work. <laughs> at eight o'clock, she she said she loved the peace and quiet that I would leave till five in the morning, and that uh, I thought she wanted me here. <laughs> <laughs> so, so known. Twenty five so, so years. Guys, 
amazing. So so when things get back to normal, guys, we're all gonna have a night at Stogies. I promise yeah, you. Yeah, you guys all should. You guys all look like a fun bunch to uh, entertain with cigars and some booze. Yeah, I've, I've been to Stogies a couple of times, Steve. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I'm proud that I just know my face. So now when we walk up in there, I could be like, hey. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, we, and, uh, we have an eclectic crowd there, and uh, I honestly miss my customers. I miss them all so badly. I never thought I'd miss going to the bar and just... Uh, you know, seeing everybody, shaking everybody's hand. It's such a fun atmosphere. I don't know. 25 years in the bar business, let me tell you. It's a, it's like a, it's an addiction, and uh, I miss it a lot. Yeah, no kidding, man. And we miss we miss you, Stevie. Honestly, we do. Um, we were talking, first of all... Um, I'm in the garage we, we, as well, by the way, guys. So. Yeah, yeah go, go ahead, man. It's all good. Uh, we're, we're all small. I wish I could have a stogie as we, as we talk. Um we, we were talking about, you know, um, I don't know if you if you heard about what we said off air. It's not off air, but right before you came on was, you know, just the fact of why not just make us be adults and, and decide what chances we want to take and not play God in terms of who could make a living and who cannot make a living and who could go to work and what's an essential or non-essential service, which I wanted to talk about this. What is this fucking garbage about going to, since when did gloves, underwear, and pantyhose for women are not considered essential? Yes, let me tell you something, okay? So uh, I went yesterday, uh, I had to go to, uh, I went to Walmart here in St. Leonard because I had to get body wash and deodorant. I swear to God, going into that Walmart, I have never seen, first of all, the lights in there. I don't know if the, the Hydro Mafia took them down saying, uh, you know, your time is up, got to pay. But it was dark, okay? Right. Well, and there were only certain sections that were light, and the ones that were light, that was where you were allowed to go. Now, a worker comes out of nowhere, and she goes, hey, uh, what are you doing? I'm like, well, I'm at Walmart. The fuck do you think I'm doing here, right? I'm like, I have to buy some deodorant and stuff. It goes, but you're not a lot. Yeah, but, but here's the thing, okay? The only things that were open, first of all, was the food section, which mm-hmm. it looks like expired food, and the bike sections. Those were the only two. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, but I need... So what I did is I went around and then I took uh, I literally I, I literally went listen okay uh, essentials I'm like who are you guys tell me what essentials so then the person goes all right you can go ahead and get some uh, so I went to go get it and then I was at the cash but uh, man I just saw like the, the candy things were open you could get as many candies as you freaking want and I'm like uh-huh. are you fucking kidding me man and oh, then sure. not. And then, not to mention, not to mention, man, uh, the 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 people waiting in line to get their medication. Okay, yeah. uh, they only let two people at a time, so that was the big. I thought it was a lineup, like, oh fuck, there's a lot of degenerates here, like me, I have to go pay their stuff. No, I realized that they made a line for the people going to get their medication, and they, even, and they only have fifty percent of the medications that they need uh, that they have for prescriptions. So then I'm I'm, I'm in line. And the person goes, uh, you know, you're not allowed to buy this. And I'm like, sorry, but who says this is essential or not? And he goes, oh, man, the gouvernement du Québec. I'm like, let me tell you something, okay? I, I made up a bullshit lie. I'm like, listen, I haven't showered in three fucking days. All right, I need this body wash and deodorant. I better get them now. I smell you from here, bro. I smell yeah, you from like, here. Me? <laughs> I mean, it is cool. Like yeah, what no, pissed no, me no. off today was this whole 
Tam telling us that it's safe to fly, but you can't go Get to a spa lounge. Are you kidding? Yes. Two hundred and fifty people on a plane, but fifty people in a bar with a stogie. That's a problem. That's crazy. These are the, these are the, and it, these and are the type I'm, of things that don't make sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I was on yeah, you're right. When I went to PC, it's right. I was on a fucking plane and had mad people on that shit, son. And you're right. That if that shit can happen, how the fuck stogies is not open? Yeah. Have, that's you seen, great. have you seen what restaurants did to yeah. be able yeah. to yeah. To open? Are you yeah. kidding me? I mean, yeah. I mean did more I mean, than any industry. Oh, I'm getting dark here. We did. Well, we have to like we haven't made <laughs> money in like four the house. <laughs> there we go. We have we. Sp- well, I just wanted to say something. Yeah. If I can go interrupt. Ahead, Basically, with all these, uh, if everybody's been following since day one, okay with all the issues of the non-transparency stuff, right down to the point of fucking true hole, not um, banning flights coming in and coming out, I am willing to bet that come next election, starting from Plant all the way up to true hole, uh, meet Trudeau, obviously, you're going to see all three of them lose the election. Not provincially. No. Not no, uh, would be very surprised. Very, you know, very... you know it's crazy. KFC stopped saying finger licking good, yo. <laughs> <laughs> you guys honestly think the they, they would not the good because it's COVID related? I mean, since that that shit that shit really threw me the fuck off, son. Right, yeah. <laughs> do, people, do people still go there? What KFC? You I'm about to invest in some KFC. The blacks and the white trash kill it. In 10 years, I'm about to see Eric Johnson in a KFC movie or some shit like that. I'm telling you, son. And I'm I'm telling you, son. I'm about to start investing in KFC stocks. I better hop on. (laughs) (laughs) You should think. I'm about to give me another. Hey, Ernst. Hey, Luigi, just give you a production note because there's so many people in now on the show. Yeah. Take your banner out because it's cutting off the top of your and Claudio's head. All so right. just turn so, your banner yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Just because yeah. I used to I used to know how to run this service. And I every time I have yeah. people on. Yeah. All right. Good stuff. Thanks. Thanks for that, Eric. And from the Ange show. What's up, how guys? you doing, buddy? So what are you guys I, talking about? KFC, I heard. We're talking about, <laughs> we're, we're talking about how bullshit the fucking right here. Looking good, though. I'm yeah. telling you. Now. By the way, uh, before we continue, I, I want to add on to what Steve was saying, okay? Because 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 most of us we do stand up comedy, and and I have to tell you, restaurants and bars have been following fucking protocol, okay? Yeah. How yeah. many times, Pete Vance? Uh, how many times do we do we hear somebody from? Our, from our, from when we did comedy, did anyone get sick from COVID? Nobody. Nah, nobody. When we nobody. did the, when we did the Dirty Four open mic, how many people got COVID? Nobody. nobody. And all hey, of a sudden, hey, restaurants. Everybody and bars, goes to a restaurant after having gone everywhere else, and they blame us. So you go to the gas <laughs> station, you put gas, you go get cigarettes, you go do whatever. Then you go to the bar, and it's the bar's fault. Are you kidding me? <laughs> how, does that yeah, even, yeah, how does that even make any sense? How no, is it, it our fault it after you've been to 20 different places? 
Just at a gas station alone, touch, touching the handle of the pump, you have no idea if there's germs there or if there's uh, even the COVID uh, spread all over it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Has anybody yeah. really gotten sick from that? No, I wow. got fucking sick from seeing my ex-girlfriend. I'm like, oh, fuck, it's gastro, but I didn't realize what their face. That's the only thing I got, but... <sighs> What, we we you, you take a bus you take a bus to a bar and it's the bar's fault. Yeah, you exactly. The bus no, is no, because we, the bus is already essential. My what? daughter goes to Pearson, okay, and mm -hmm. she took a picture about a month and a half ago of how full the bus was, packed like sardines, and yeah. that's when I put a stop to it. I just drop, I pick her up, and I drop her off, whatever. Yeah, yeah it's uh, well, uh, ridiculous. I, yeah. It's so stupid, and my ex-wife's. Uh, boyfriend is mm -hmm. an actual uh, uh, STM bus driver, mm -hmm. and he told me their cleaning procedures is a fucking joke, even to the point of they don't have to wear masks. I'm like, what the hell? Wow. Okay. Hey, wow. Got they get paid more than us. Like, because I work at the hospital, they get paid more than but, us. But yeah, you know, exactly. but, uh, this, thing, yeah. I, this thing is both ways because uh, you guys might be like, yo, the government da -da -da is coming on us hard. But yo, we as a society be on some bullshit because I be like, I be walking in the streets and then I be like, damn, do some of these people even remember that there's a virus still going on? Like, why is this lady still close to me? Like, I be in the grocery shop and I'm like, why is this old lady like near me? It's like two meters and this bitch don't even got a mask. Like, I'm ready to punch you in the face, but still, like, Luigi was saying before, why do we I, need? But you need love. I really noticed this when I came back from Vancouver because when in Vancouver now, I kind of felt guilty because I'm walking outside, yeah, no mask on, yeah. and I kind of felt guilty without without with walking with no mask on because there's so mm -hmm. many people outside walking with masks. At least you're not I'm Barbados like our ministers and they're not even on lockdown like that. And on top well, of that, when you go on the bus. In My friend got it actually. They like yo, and, uh, mask is obligated. But if you yeah. if you think you got a um thing that says that you don't have to wear a mask and you don't have to wear a mask, but people still wear masks, and I'm like, wow, people are following the rules even when they don't really have to follow the rules. And I guess that's why they're not more restricted out here. So I think it's like, I think it's like where it depends where you are because like. Yes, following like like just like the guy said before, Australia. You see how they following the rules since the beginning. Now they they live in it, and us we've been resisting rules. Blah blah That's, blah. You know, Vance, you're you're totally right. Eric said Eric said it perfectly. Right, these countries that are out in the clean now, uh, New Zealand or Australia, they did go through heavy lockdowns, like even worse than us. I've always said it. We yes, I agree that we are not a disciplined society i think we're, we're a rebellious society we question everything it goes to show that in the middle of a pandemic we're fucking we're, we're, we're protesting uh, uh masks for crying out fucking loud okay mm -hmm. so just just that tells you and you saw the turnout of the last one was pretty was pretty uh significant that tells you how how undisciplined and how stupid we are as a society so you know to go back to what dario was asking do we really need and even what i was saying was do we really need to implement these rules dario I don't know, but when you look at the behavior at, I won't say the majority, but a lot of Quebecers questioning fucking everything, mm. questioning every stupid little thing that the government is doing. I'm not saying, listen, what they did with restaurants and all that, 
you I'd be the first one to shit on them. But when you're you're questioning even the, the efficiency of a mask, ma porco dio, seriously, but get a life. Come on, man. <laughs> no, I'm just laughing at Peter's reaction to porco dio. He's like, I don't know what you said, but I respect it. It's <laughs> part of my library. It's part of my library now. It comes down to whether people respect authority or not. And there's this whole movement, especially in the West, of, you know, fuck the police, man. Fuck the rules. Fuck yeah. the whatever. And, and 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 you know I think the, the the eastern side of the world uh you know I think there are real consequences and some of them are terrible extreme like women can't drive and if they do they get beheaded that's obviously an extreme <laughs> circumstance but I mean there's a there's a certain level of respect for authority because they have that military influence or 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 police influence that again could be said that oh, okay well that's communism or that's military uh, influence whatever but they fucking listen there's so many people who are like well i don't disagree so i'm gonna do whatever i want i don't know obviously we don't have a, a time machine to see where we're gonna get and we don't have a time machine to go back to see how it would be if we just listened off the get but i i can say for myself like I did a show, I did that week in Chicago, then I came home and I did a corporate on like March 16th or something. And I remember like chirping guys having masks on. Like I was on stage like this guy fucking wearing a mask on shaking hands. Just because I was trying to do it in a funny way. And then the second that it was like, boom, locked down. I'm like, oh shit, okay, I guess we are doing this. <laughs> like you, you kind of, you know, a comedian's, I think a comedian's job, and the most of us who are on here are comedians or people who are follow, you know, follow comedy or follow that kind of lifestyle is to question everything. But you're questioning it for how can I make this funny? I think a lot of the people in North America are questioning to say, how can I fuck this up? And <laughs> yeah. You know, how can I make people just don't people at the end of the day don't want to be told what to do. And now they're being forced to tell being being forced to being told what to do. And they're rebelling and it's prolonging this entire experience. You know, thank God we've had the, the opportunities and the and the and the and the, uh, the government money. Like, can you imagine if we were all in the States? We'd be fucked. Like, I've made I was going to say I've made. But like I got two thousand dollars a month up till till September. Then I got nineteen hundred bucks, I'm eighteen hundred bucks since then. They, they You're putting that on top of the money I'm making tax free for comedy. I got more money than I've ever had in my life right now. Oh my god, <laughs> paid off. Like, balling, man. Yeah, line of credits paid off. I'm fucking online shopping, buying Tony <laughs> Soprano shirts. Like, <laughs> but these people in the states got what six hundred bucks? Like, no wonder why they're all dying. Some people are actually. I heard a stat: people are actually choosing assisted suicide rather than to continue to live through this. God, like man. that's fucking wow. crazy. And then people are killing themselves on their own you know, right at home and, and whatever. As Canadians, we've been very lucky and we're still pushing back. Like, could you imagine if Canadians only got $600 for this entire Ooh. pandemic? We'd be yeah, snapping. Yeah. Yeah, you, sure. you see, Eric said it perfectly, right? We, for election we, right now. That's what, what the fuck would happen. Mm -hmm. What was that, Vince? I said, we'll call for an election right now. Well, um, that happened. well listen, um, just to go further to to what Eric was saying is that, uh, and to also to just to continue what I was saying is, we have it. Look, we, we're lucky. We have it good here. We do. Okay, and that's the goal of all this is, is I'm 
I'm I'm not I'm not a I'm not a complainer. Um, oh, well, I am, but what I'm saying is what I can't handle is stupidity. And the only thing I have a problem with is the government should have done things properly from the beginning. It's either you close everything or you don't. Don't do everything half fast. You don't decide who makes a, a living or not. You don't decide to 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 make record profits for Amazon and for Costco. And in essence, basically the Chinese that are going to be making because they sell products to these companies that are making more money and basically in five, six years are going to be the world power, even bigger economy than the United States. Because this is where it stems from, right? This is where mm. we're going. Right. So... Um, I, I have a problem with that, and it's not effective. It's not effective, right? Uh, I, I think I think like they should start doing like if they're gonna like have some business. I say like some businesses if they want to just like you know limit to where people want to go so they can limit this virus and put people in quarantine. Like they shouldn't have shut down all the industries like that. They should have kept some restaurants going. They should have kept some. Bars open, or if they were going to only have these WalMarts open, at least have a compromise where we could at least have comedy stand-up shows in a Walmart. Like Walmart could be the new comedy clubs, and that'll be that'll be what's up. That'll compromise the shit. Cause mm -hmm. this, this ain't say what's up. Like if I could go, if I'm like, okay, I can't go to a restaurant, but I could go to Walmart and entertain these motherfuckers and, and still get a twenty. You know what I'm saying? Like we get yeah. a vent like at Walmart before <laughs> customers there. They get they get they, they get the entertainment and, and the groceries once one stop shop and Walmart making money. Everybody good, but they ain't thinking oh, like yeah. that. They ain't thinking like that. No, no they're what? not. But again. You know, look, I don't want to sound like a lash dog. Who are they to decide what's open or what's closed? I, you know what? Like, like I would have done this differently. You know, okay, look, the restaurants that are usually don't have a lot of people, like a lot of customers, let them stay open. You know, give the little people like a chance, you know, to work during this pandemic. You know, maybe. Actually, that sounds stupid coming out of my mouth. Actually, <laughs> you're not funny. running for office, I can tell you that. You know what? Uh, no, no, that's why none of us are. No, you oh, know man. what? I, as much people cheer up Amazon, that shit is sick. <laughs> 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 I, was like, I was like, click, 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 click. Did it on Sunday, hit hit the house on Tuesday, wrapped by Tuesday night, under the tree Wednesday, open Thursday morning. Man. I was like, actually, this is kind of sick. Crazy. So so listen, guys. Yeah, uh Peter, Dario. And I, I want to know, I want your, um, what was your favorite, since it's a year in review show, what was your favorite story or something that happened in the news, pop culture, politics, whatever, besides COVID, obviously, because we've, I think we've, uh, we've exhausted that. Yeah, let's talk about some good shit. I got one. <laughs> go I got ahead, one. go ahead. Uh, okay, Ange, go on first. No, Dario's got one. Let, let Dario go ahead. All right, all right, go, Dario. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Angelo. No problem. ACDC. Their new album, <laughs> totally <laughs> 80s rock and roll. Trust me, for all music lovers, especially you, Luigi, I'm telling you, man, I got that album, and that put the biggest smile on my face, other than, you know, hearing news of people surviving and whatnot. My friend survived the COVID attack because he got sick, and mm -hmm. it, it was crushing his lungs, and he's still alive, thank God. Oh, thank God for that. So, um, but yeah, we I, have haven't, I haven't heard it yet. Thing. Like yeah. Luigi, like you said before, we are uh, in a much better place than some other countries. Mm -hmm. Yes. And the, the one thing that I've I've totally been doing all along since day one 
is, you know, watching out for family first and, and close friends. Mm -hmm. You know, if you can give a hand, do whatever you can do. Um, and, you know, without the expect, without having any expectations back or anything like that, trust me, it's a good feeling. And I've like done that. it quite a few times. And that, I think, is what helps us survive, uh, you know, getting through this and so on and so forth. And with all the, uh, with, you know, with some of the conspiratists uh, that we, we know in common and whatnot, uh, I've started uh, about two to three months ago easily, especially on Facebook, uh, just not blocking, but completely avoiding them. And especially even on weekends, no more political stories, no nothing, whatever, just to clear the mind, yeah. I've, doing I've, whatever. I've, I've seen that. I've, I've seen that. And, uh, you know, it helps. It, it does, Darian. I want to thank you because uh, I've said this as well. And since we are doing a, it's a review, guys, uh, you know, and I'm not to say, you know, I think everyone here is doing their part. Um, you know, Dario, you doing it as well. But I think I'd like to think that, you know, Claudio and Peter with their, their podcast, Peter and Vance with theirs that they do together, Eric with yeah. his comedy, Ange with his TV show. We are, I think, playing our part by. Uh, well, two things. First of all, creating content and you know keeping people's minds busy beyond uh, all the bullshit that's going on. And as well, I think that I'm I'm doing my part for. Uh, I think we all are. I'm trying to make a conscious effort to look out for friends and and see even myself, guys. I'll be honest. I have nothing to be ashamed of. Mm -hmm. um, I, I I've, I've been finding at times finding this rough, and I sit down and I talk to a friend and uh, just let my shit out, and and I feel better. Um, so you can't underestimate that, guys. You can't. And Dario, that's a great message. It really is because we can't yes. forget about the people that, are, that forget, are alone. And let's not forget all the comedians, uh, musicians, uh, you know, other uh, people who are um, other types of entertainers. They deserve as well as much as uh, other people. I find that, uh, like, you see a lot of the bands doing concerts straight from their studios like the Foo Fighters uh, and so yeah. on and so forth Metallica and whatnot from local to international I think these people deserve um, a round of applause especially with the guys that we have uh, on tonight's uh, roster you know absolutely uh, man. It, it helps, especially Vance you know like I'm 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 just just listening to Vance talk and even Eric. Now we're just waiting for Peter Bowman to come up with a good one. Yeah. A real good one. Because last time he was on, he was really, really good. I haven't forgotten. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so yes, Claudio as well, too. I can't forget about Claudio. He's the capo of St. Leonard. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. The capo the of the Dirty Four. Ange, what, what's, yeah. what's, what's, been the, what's been your. First of all, Ange is the uh, host and creator of the Ange TV show on YouTube uh, and the Twitch Ange show. hobby show as well, right? Yeah. Sports channel. That's right. The sports channel too on YouTube. So uh, we've, uh, you see, these are all amazing people I've, I've met uh, because yeah. of, because of, of this stupid pandemic. So some good has come of it. And I'm just one of those that I've met. What's, what's been your favorite story of 2020? Good story or bad story? Bad or good. Whatever you choose, man. Bad or good. Well, listen, I met a lot of people like I'm seeing tonight over here. A lot of people, uh, content creators, friends, comedians, DJs, radio guys, uh it's been a year that i met a lot of people so that's that's positive also yep. think about it guys we saved a lot of money eh? 
You don't have to get a suit. You don't have to give a boost. Translation? Translation? Hold on, hold on. For Peter, Vance, and Eric. I've been at Kanye weddings. Well, you see, how does Vance know Eric? I'm very disappointed in you. First of all, how do you know? Oh, boost the box. Okay, now I got it. It happened so quick. At least the boost. I mean, you got four weddings a year. I don't know. Exactly. So, what's the bad part, Angie? You have a bad one. Honestly, I don't have that much bad besides haters online. That's about it. Oh, my God. You know, but everybody gets hate. Don't get me in a, don't get me started on haters. Listen, guys, listen. What I'm okay. What, what hey, I, all I'll say about haters is the loudest booze come from the cheapest seats, my friends. Hey, if you fucking I've never heard anything negative from someone doing better than me. <laughs> so listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna That's take a good one, Eric. That is a good one. But Eric, I'm I'm gonna share this with all you guys. Okay. I've learned something this year, what I've done from, from my hero, from the guy I look up to, and I always say everybody knows I want to be the Canadian Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan says, guys, no good comes with engaging with negative people. Nothing. Sure. So just ignore them, Ange, like you're doing perfect. <laughs> ignore. I don't. I don't engage anymore. I just yeah. Thanks for following. Thanks for your comments. That's it. I don't even. Not if you're even hate. That means you're doing something good, right? That's exactly. right. I come from a wrestling background. The bigger, more heat you got, the more money you make. There you go. There you go. Actually, Guys, hold on. I don't want to jump on on Angie's thing, but I want to talk about just quickly with wrestling in Montreal. Now that mm -hmm. I got mostly Montrealers here, so a positive thing in my life is I already watched it, but I rewatched it and rewatched it over the pandemic. Is the Dark Side of the Ring, oh, yeah, and yeah. and the episode about Dino Bravo. Montreal mm -hmm. legend, I realized in that episode, I'm like, holy shit, my dad used to work for my dad was a professional wrestler, the guys who don't know his name, Bull, yeah, I remember, Bull, yeah, Bull cool. Johnson. And and I was like, I think my dad used to work for Dino Bravo. So I I, I typed in on YouTube Montreal International Wrestling, and I found like 20 videos on my dad that I had never seen before. And that was like such a fun, it was I cried. I I, I had never seen all these Montreal videos. And then one time I was working the nest. Peter, you might have been on, I think, because I think that's I don't know if we met. We might have met, anyways. But yeah. um, I was doing the nest and uh, headline or not headlining because you got to have a TV credit. I was hosting. <laughs> and, no, I was headlining the, the the Sunday Fun Day. You can headline that without a TV credit. And yeah. um, and I was walking back to the green room. You know how that little weird shuffle you go do between the the things to get in the back. And some yeah. like old Montreal or probably seventy years old grabbed me by the arm just as I was going into the green room. And he goes, hey, your dad got the biggest heat Montreal wrestling has ever seen. And I looked at him and, and then I was just like, oh, my God, thank you. And I, I kind of went back to the green room and reset to think about whatever I was thinking about. And I went back to find him and he was gone. He just disappeared into the night. And I was oh, like, holy shit. Or my dad had wrestled there in, in the 80s. Uh, he was part of a tag team called the Long Riders with Bill, Bill, Cowboy Bill Irwin. For that amount of heat to go forward and to be still prevalent in Montreal from some seventy-year-old guy, I was like, "Oh, amazing!" So the more heat That's you got, amazing. the better to do. Anyway, so I just thought of that as you said. No, hey. I love that. And guys, thanks for a reminder, guys. If you if you have a chance, whoever's watching and the guys here on the show, watch this little uh, short uh, film. You could almost call it a little documentary that uh, Eric uh, made with uh, a local filmmaker in Ontario. Correct, Eric? Yeah, yeah, Jay Perry in, here in Yes, 
Yes, you should watch that. Um, oh, Chasing it's, Footsteps. It's available yeah. on my YouTube page. Yeah, no, the director yeah. is a good guy. I yeah. I've uh, I met him in Montreal for uh, I worked. I was an extra on one of his uh, features, actually. Oh, nice, very nice. Oh, you uh, should you should really watch it. It's really well made. It's basically uh, you know Eric's uh, chasing his his father's footsteps, and, uh, uh, and now I, now I'm I'm becoming a professional wrestler. You guys know that, right? I'm making I'm making oh, sure. I'm know. making a documentary called Becoming Bullwhip, and it's me as a 30 year old stand up comedian. Finally deciding it's my time, and I'm I'm training with like Santino Morella and yes. a bunch of guys, and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna work out a match and work a match and film the entire thing, and there's already interest from Amazon. So that is so uh, cool. Yeah. If so you need I, if you need me and Peter to uh, be those guys in the background, <laughs> 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 oh, man, don't die, man. Ebony don't and me. Ivory, my management team. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be I'll be I'll be your Rocky Balboa's uh, manager. Hey, Eric, what are you doing? <laughs> Anyways, I didn't want to derail it, but. They just one thing led I love it. Another. I love it. It's still Angie's turn. Angie's just been sitting there with a fucking Kane's jersey for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what do we got? But we got, we got, hold on. We got Kane's. We got the, is that AC Milan next to it? Uh, you have the Canes, Blue Jack. That, those are the things I found on special in the states. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no shit. Because they're a small market, so. <laughs> yeah, look, I'm trying to put up uh, a sport. Hang on a second. A sporting background. You got some wrestling toys. You got the Kane. Uh, the right. Undertaker, stuff like that. The puck that signed, I don't know, random stuff. I love it. Oh, I, I love gotta it. show you guys something. Hold on. So, so in the meanwhile, Ange, do you have a bad a bad story, or do you do? You, well, what's what was your favorite bad story of twenty? Well, you know what? Oh. Bad story, bad luck. I would say. Well, me and my girlfriend, you know, during the first wave, mm-hmm. we actually broke up. You know, oh. yeah, I remember With all the stress, you. not going out, not seeing her. This that we actually had our issues, and we. We broke up, but the good news is we're back together. So, all right. Hey, 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 hey. But then the second wave came. And then the wave. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, we broke up again. From the She's gone again. What happened? We almost broke up again. <laughs> oh, God. So we didn't actually break up, though. Like, But we learned from the first wave. But right. that was maybe the only thing, I would say. But other than that, professionally, I actually work at the hospital, the Montreal Children's Hospital. Yeah. And we've been getting more money for working. Like, I mean, we got to work with the COVID, right? It's tough. Yes. We have challenges, but we've been getting more money to do it. Uh, we've been getting a lot of support from companies, food, all kinds of stuff. People like you guys uh, rooting us on in the hospitals. So it hasn't been the worst year ever. Plus, I've been putting money aside. I saved more money this year than any other year. So the only difference is that I actually had to work. And I got money. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> so you must know uh, Nick Messina. Of course, yeah. Nick was here. I came to hospital in transport. That's right. <laughs> it was it was the worst of times. It was the best of times. Eh? Yeah. yeah. Well, um, Peter, what what's been your favorite news story or whatever's going on? What was your favorite of twenty twenty? Uh, I'm not sure if it was mentioned, but uh, but the glory holes coming to the rescue was like. My favorite. <laughs> 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 I was like, God damn, man. That's what it is, man. Porn saves the day, man. It wasn't going to take long for Peter to come up with a good one. <laughs> he was sitting on that for a while, I could tell. <laughs> he, was just, he, was, he was nipping up the bits. He was like, oh, I'm just waiting. What's my turn? What's my turn? <laughs> so like, now oh, we know oh, when man. Peter's quiet, we <laughs> know when something good's coming out. He's taking yeah. a portable yeah. right now, actually. <laughs> <laughs> hold, but hold on. All joking aside. Who the fuck come up? Who comes up with these things, Peter? How does somebody? It, it, the government. It's okay. Come yeah, that's on, what man. With, <laughs> that's okay. It's essential. Luigi's. It's essential. It's no, essential. <laughs> come on, Peter. Luigi. Man. 
<laughs> Look, listen, if you go to Walmart right now, okay, all the clothes are shut out. But I bet <laughs> yeah. you the condoms the condoms are still open. The no, condoms, the condoms are, are closed. They're closed? Condoms, yeah, they're closed too. Condoms? You know. Yeah, because I went to Walmart and everything was barred except for uh, uh, pills and candies. When was well, this? We lost, we lost Dario. But are you serious? Yeah, I swear when to did, God. When was this? When was this? Last week? No, I went yesterday to Walmart. Which Walmart was this? In St. Leonard. Well, oh. maybe, maybe. Oh, there's too many kids <laughs> in St. Leonard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I had a girlfriend. If 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 I had a girlfriend, I'm like, oh fuck. Well, I guess 2021 is gonna be a bitch because I'm gonna get her knocked up tonight. I don't know. <laughs> Shit, I actually had to buy some. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Come on. It's okay. Okay. It's okay. Just use that Canes jersey. Just wrap it around the cage. Don't worry, don't Ange, Ange, it's okay. When, once you once you knock her up, just break up again. It's okay. Change towns, you know, uh, change a different name, and uh, you'll be okay. Yeah, that's what it is. Cigarettes. I gotta go buy some milk. Call me back, babe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's not part of the pharmacy oh, stuff. Like the comments. Uh, yeah. I don't get it. Yeah, yeah, I, Walmart. Like, yeah, it's part of the pharmacy now. So it's yeah, pharmacy. No, it's closed because you're you're literally. No, no, no. The pharmacy's open. The pharmacy's open. Oh, Hold on. You know, oh no, I thought you meant a, a, a Walmart because I thought it was Walmart. Yeah. yeah. At Walmart. No, it's yeah. closed. The section's closed. No, closed. I, I went to the one in Dorval yesterday. Like okay, they closed. Yeah, like, the Dorval closed. is normal. Saint Leonard's a bunch of fucking. <laughs> Why? It, Why would it be different? Why? The, the population is eight years old. There you go. No, before before we move on, let me tell you something. Okay, yesterday at Walmart, there's this guy in the medical, like getting his pills. And he was right next to the condom section. Like he was, yeah. he was in the condom section where you have to wait to go get your pills. I don't know if it's open or not because I get this. I guess someone complained. That was me. So yeah. he was. So he. So so he turned to the condom section and he nodded in disappointment. And I'm like, yeah, yeah no, I understand you, motherfucker. Like, 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 thank God I don't have a girlfriend or this guy's 80 years old. I'm sh- whatever sex. Or, or he's I, probably there because he has syphilis and he's like, yeah, maybe, 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 maybe. Or, I just wore or, this. Yeah, or uh, or he's trying to get that uh, that that cream for his uh, anal fissure, you know. But, oh God! Oh, oh, too much, too much. You had us, and then you went one step too far. Ah, too much, bro. <laughs> look, look, you got Dario coughing. Circle, circle and blue, you blow it. Hey, well, okay, listen, okay, uh, <laughs> right, right. Okay. No, but no, 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 but it was just sad yesterday. And then, as I mentioned, people were just sad, you know, not, not only because the condom section was closed, <laughs> but I'm just saying people were sad, man. And I haven't seen, I'll be honest with you, I have not seen people with a long, depressing face. Wow. Since I broke up with my ex girlfriend, but, uh, but but that's the thing. Like people were sad, and yesterday at Walmart it was weird, man. Yesterday at Walmart was so weird. What do you expect? First of all, Walmart is depressing as, as it is uh, to begin with. Then you you drop in a pandemic in the middle of that. What do you expect, Claudio? Okay, guys, I want to talk about my one of my favorite sure. storylines of 2020. Okay. I'm getting a beer. Hold on. Are... I'll come back. I'm coming to this. Go, Eric, because yeah, because I'm we're going to take two minutes. I'll be right back. All right. Ping, okay. <laughs> All right. Oh. So, we, I guess I'll tell a good, a quick story of what I felt was good this 2021. All right. Go I ahead, Vince. 2020. 
It was Cobra Kai coming on Netflix. Yeah, no, that, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, that was I, I thought you, I thought you were talking about Saved by the Bell. Nah, Saved by the Bell. Oh <laughs> shit, nah, hold up. Saved by the Bell coming back. That was that was pretty good. I that was. Hold on, hold on. I have to admit, I I not more than Cobra Kai. Okay. They touched me, but Cobra Kai touched me too. Matter of fact, hold on. Now I'm gonna have to retract what I said because now. You... <laughs> no, no, he's he's Vance is sharing his his inner is is inner. You know, you know what Say by the Bell is, Luigi? Of course, I used to watch it. Yeah, so so yeah, so now they came back, right? What? They, yeah, they redid the show. They reboot the show, and I'm thinking, you thinking like, okay, another reboot? Is it gonna be as good as the first one? And I thought so too, but then. When I seen that, um, it was Mario Lopez that produced it, and um, they they did Zach like Zach is in it. Then I watched a couple of the episodes, and as a as a big fan of the old one, I, I like it. I like it. So, but but, but who who is it? What their kids are in the show or what? It is the show. Yeah, Zach Morris has a kid named Mac Morris, but okay. he's not the main. He's not the main uh uh guy in the in the in the in the in the show. It's actually this girl from the hood because Bayside, Bayside, because the hood got us like California. Zach Morris was like, yo, a couple of the schools got to shut down because okay. he, he, he did something with the money. So then he was like, yo, if the kids from the hood ain't got a school to go to, then they should at least go to the school that's still open. How about they go to Bayside? And then they more Zach Morris was like, yeah, that's right. And then that's how the whole show started. Oh, okay. Now you got her kids in Bayside now. Yeah, this shit, this shit right. is hell, son. This is what I was expecting we were going to be talking about. Right? No. <laughs> Bayside is hell. Oh, my God. God damn. No, it, it, uh, by the way, Eric, I didn't bring it up, but when we're talking about Corporate Kai and Saved by the Bell, and, and my good buddy Tony Chichi says, strike first, strike hard, and no mercy. I guess that's something for Corporate Kai. Matter of fact, new season come out this Friday. I'm old. Now, I heard my buddy's in that show, Brett, Brett Ernst. He's in the. He plays one of the characters in that yeah. Cobra Kai show. I've never seen oh, it. Oh, cool. Well, I want to comment on Claudio for a sec. I love how Italians always have to be leaning, <laughs> leaning on something when they're talking. <laughs> Don't stop, Claudio. Don't stop. I know I love it. It's brand recognition. You are what no, you are. Absolutely. Don't hey, stop. Hey, while we're stuck here, we'll go back to Cobra Kai. Oh. Kind of in the same vein. <laughs> no. And... And you were talking about uh, wrestling memorabilia and stuff. So this yeah. this basement, I, I fucking barely come down here. We lived in this house since I was born. All my dad's, you know, shit is down here and stuff. And anyways, I was going through some stuff down here. Look at what I fucking found on Beta. Hold on. Get the shine off it. Wow. Oh, WrestleMania. Shit. Okay, so Andre the Giant versus Hulk Hogan. Watch this. Watch the best part of this whole thing. It's a two-tape. It is uh, What the World is Watching, four-hour spectacular for 60 bucks. this sold for in, fuck, I don't know, 90, oh, whatever. Shit. Oh, watch this, So Watch the best part. Oh, <laughs> shit. That is hilarious. Oh, what you going to do, bro? What are you going to do? I'm going to come in. What are you going to do? I'm going to Beefcake, Strike Force versus Demolition, British Bull, British Bulldogs and Coco Beware versus the Islanders and Bobby the Brain Heaton. 
Ultimate Warrior versus Hercules in the first wow. ever WWF tournament. Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant, Ted DiBiase, Hacksaw, Jim Duggan, The Rock, Don Morocco, Dino Bravo, Montreal represent. Dino Bravo. Hey. Dino Dragon, Bravo. Dragon, Steve, Drake, the Amber uh-huh. Valentine, Randy Macho Man Savage. I have pictures with most of these guys as a kid. Like I got pictures with Macho Man. I've uh, I've opened for Jake the Snake twice, oh, Mick twice, Ted DiBiase. So, anyways, what a fucking basement that's fight! Amazing. Holy shit! That's, that's uh, came from Toronto. What that? Do you do? Came from Toronto. I can't so, so for those of you uh, listening to the podcast, Eric just showed us a VHS double VHS double beta, double beta. Uh, with with uh, uh, WrestleMania, I don't know five six. Who knows? Four okay with Andre the Giant and Hulk Hogan on the front yeah. cover. Then they open it, and a big pop up of Hulk Hogan comes out. Um, wow, an old friend, Joey Lipartiti, saying that's awesome, laughing my ass off. Yeah, no kidding, Joey. Um, Every Italian friend of yours has got to have the Italian flag in their display picture. We know you're Italian, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh man, actually, you know what, you know what, Luigi, before we continue, yeah, like sometimes, like in my sets, right? Uh, I'm like, hey guys, so my name is Claudio Capri, hey guys, I'm Italian. <laughs> And <laughs> people burst out laughing. I made a trick- career off pretending to be Italian. I'm doing just fine. <laughs> <laughs> Dollar, you know what? <laughs> here's here's my here's my favorite my favorite story of 2020. Okay, sure. Um, I'm sure I don't know if Eric uh, Eric knows this. Okay, because he's the only uh, the only uh, luckily he's the only Quebecer on this non-Quebecer. Excuse me on the show tonight. So during Christmas, okay, um, we have a separatist. Uh, federal party i'm not sure if you know called le bloc québécois right oh yeah they have some seats in the parliament uh yeah you may ask yourself what's a separatist government doing in government but that's for another story and another <laughs> show no. just like you so, can do whatever you want and we'll figure yeah, it out exactly so basically um so so he 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 hated the idea of of uh, the english the anglicization i'm sure i just murdered that that word of <laughs> of, of, of montreal so basically, he says, let me come up with an idea. And and now keep in mind, Eric, okay? Uh, this is my favorite part, is that people came up within his party. So w- there's this, there was this, the greeting that we came up with in Quebec uh, that we would say, bonjour, hi. Right? So there's yeah, French. Yeah, yeah. Oh, with French and, and we go with the bon, uh, hi in English. He says, I say during the holidays, we're going to go, <laughs> we're going to go with bonjour, ho. <laughs> I've said that a couple times in Montreal. This definitely has to be. Uh, I'm sure, Peter, this is going to be one of your favorite stories. This, come on, this has to be one of my favorite oh, stories. Man, this is, how this is, this is how cool. a politician come up could come up with such fucking nonsense. And, oh, and- I, 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 I messed up the whole thing completely. Like I went in, I said, "Oh, bonjour, you a whore," and I, and I, 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 I don't know. I, I don't know how I fucked it yeah, up. Man. <laughs> no, but no, but no, but oh man, but sorry, sorry to cut you off, Luigi. But no. I'm just gonna add my own two cents here. Mm. What the fuck are these politicians smoking? <laughs> like, 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 you know what? Crack. Well, crack is not even. You can't even be this stupid when you're on crack. I don't Yo, know, crack, man. Crack is legal. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It's legal. 
And it's legal in Oregon, so you know. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, but, but, or maybe but, if you're a politician. Yeah, but don't you fucking idiots. I'm sorry, but you're a politician. I don't know, but when when you're thinking of these dumb ideas, isn't there like usually like a little cuckold boy who goes, that's, uh, I don't think this is a good uh, a good thing. Are you doing a bit right now? Are you working out bits? No, <laughs> no, I'm not. No, I'm not. But, no, but, but, but what I'm saying is that isn't there someone in a political party that fucking, that's like, yo, that's the most dumbest idea I've ever heard? Oh, hold on. I got a question. <laughs> Well, I remember I was in Montreal the way they, the I was again I was either working the nest or the works before it burned down but yeah, uh, well, they changed it because it used to be hello bonjour and then they don't even like you say hello at all they just want bonjour whatever yeah, but then in time but then in time it went back to uh uh bonjour hi mm. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember actually. Uh, yeah, at, yeah, at the works. At the works, I was. Uh, there, there was. Well, this was an open mic night, and there was a, a guy who came in to see an English comedy show. He got offended because he saw an English comedy show, and he goes, "My boy, there is not even one English uh, French guy here." And I'm like, "It's an English comedy show." Wow. The guy got fed up and wanted his five bucks back. I'm like, fuck, that was part, uh, part, of, part of my five bucks. I remember working those door deals there. <laughs> 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 back till that's how I got paid. Yo, yo, <laughs> yo, for me, for yeah. offbeat, what we do is, is $10 every day, $15 at the door. There was a couple who came and goes, hey, uh, we want to, they said in French, hey we, hey, we want a nice show. But the fuckers didn't even read my thing as like an English, like in parentheses, capital letters, English show. They're like, hey, uh, can we have our money back? And, uh, no. and I'm like, well, you both paid $30, right? He goes, yeah. At the bottom, like no refunds, and then they got mad at my friend uh, Kyle Moore and I, because like, yeah, well, the show wasn't in French, and my friend Kyle's like, into their face, so he's like, yeah, but you're both retards because you didn't read the fucking fine print that says no refunds if you don't like your, if you don't like the show. And oh, like, we're never coming here again. My friend Kyle's like, good, there'll be other yeah. people who they actually want to laugh. They probably set the fire. Way to go, asshole. <laughs> 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 you hear it today. You hear it today. It's because of Claudio Capri. Oh, fuck. Hey, you know what? I used to love working in Montreal, like whether I was doing a corporate or doing – I was doing all those uh, Franco DeDeo shows in Montreal. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. I won't do anymore, but anyways. Uh, oh, so, shit. <laughs> no, I like Franco. I did see it. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I remember I, that was the vibe. I used to love doing a show and then I would get paid and shake the hands and the bullshit and then I would leave and then I would always pull up to the works because all of you fucking losers would be standing on the front porch <laughs> and I would be like, these are my people. I would just like gravitate to the comedian. A couple times, Vance, you remember that time, I'd pull up and just park out front. I'm like, who's shooting the shit? And then we'd all come up the stairs. By what's that place called? Hurley's or Henry's or whatever the fuck Hurley's it's called. Really. Yeah. And I, 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 oh, it was that Grumpy's and shit. Grumpy's, yeah. That, oh. that 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 staircase between the two, you guys would all just be standing there and you know, Michelle Dominique and Elsbeth and all you guys. And I'm like, oh man, I'm gonna I, that's my favorite the favorite part about being a comedian is just shooting the shit after. And yeah. advanced notes this I I like giving advice to young comedians. It's yeah, yeah. I, I've learned a lot over the on the road for the last 10 years, but 
I, and 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 Vance has been like, yo, EJ gives all all the facts. This guy gives all the facts. I remember that's those. My little, that's my little big bro. <laughs> I remember. I remember. <laughs> like, like, me and I call him the big bro. That's my big bro in this entertainment game. That's my big yeah. bro. <laughs> you know what? I remember. I remember when was the last year when there was a Montreal Grand, okay, and like and like it was a competition, but everyone had a good time. And that's why, like, like at beginning and end of the show, like oh, Peter right. events and everyone would just to get together, right? And just like hang out. Like I'm like, all right, guys, like, like I'm in competition mode, and then Peter's in competition, and everyone. But then at the end, just us hanging out is yeah, for sure. Fun. You guys, you guys must miss it. But guys, listen, I want to talk about one of my my last my last favorite. Uh, we'll call, we'll call it a, we'll call it a night after this. One of my favorite shows, and I think I discussed this this story out of. Um, I believe was Holland. Was it with Vance, the, mm. the, pol- the politician that got that got caught? The gay dude that got <laughs> caught is okay. um, forging, so, and then he uh, <laughs> follow COVID rules. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So listen to this, guys. Because I don't know if you guys, if you watch the show, or if you listen to the show, Vance has been eating this entire podcast. He's <laughs> 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 yeah. the only person I would not be offended by him doing. It. <laughs> okay, guys, so. Everyone else trying to be professional, Vance, keep eating pretzels. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, <laughs> Sorry, so, Luigi. No, no, no. It's all good. I know he, he's getting me hungry, and I just and I had dinner before. I'm looking uh, around. I'm like, is there peanuts or something <laughs> down here? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, we're not. Yeah, Motherfucking meat loaf. <laughs> <laughs> I got a question for you guys, actually. Yeah. Go ahead. We're all the comedians. Mm-hmm. Um, what was your biggest fears um, when you started, and you know, up until this day? And what what is the um, the most satisfying things that you experience as well? You know. Now that you're, that you're, you know, let's say on the other side, kind of thing. Two words: bombing, killing. <laughs> the biggest fear is bombing. The biggest satisfaction okay. is killing. <laughs> I agree. I agree with that, man. I agree with that. Mm. Yeah, because I've, I mean, I, I've seen uh, a couple of young um, comedians in the, I mean, many years ago, up, up and, up and coming, I, I guess, and whatnot. There were a couple that were uh, really, really good. And I remember one guy, he was just, you know, he was giving it all his best, but I really felt bad for him. Uh, yeah. This was actually at a comedy uh, show that was back in, uh, I don't know if you remember, uh, Bourbon Street North. Yes. They used to do sometimes, uh, you know, comedy shows and stuff like that for private events as well, too. Well, they weren't really big on it, but I happened to have been there once with a friend of mine. And I felt so sorry for this guy. Uh, uh, you know, so hard he, to watch. I mean, uh, it was just like bomb. hearing the cricket, you know? <laughs> Who loves watching comedians bomb? Other comedians. <laughs> yeah. Yo, I beat that. I beat that when I was at the Grand. Because I'm like, yo, if I'm not making the crowds laugh, but I'm making the, the comedians laugh. I'm doing something wrong. Like I'm on the stage. <laughs> oh. you know, done with friends. Like you don't want to maliciously laugh at someone when they're bombing because that's a different energy. But if like, yeah, yeah, yeah. if I know a comic is usually good, but he's having an off night, uh, you know, a guy who's a little, a couple years in, a little, little less green than others. When he's just bombing, whether I can tell his new material, I'm like, ah, oh, we just we fucking love it. Like you'll hear like a, a comedian hit a punchline and get nothing, and then you'll hear like six dudes in the back go like, ha! <laughs> that's us in the back. We've been there. 
But it almost takes the sting uh, out of the uh, bomb. It takes the sting out of it. Uh, and it comes from a place of love. You know, there's some there's some shitty comedians who want you to fail, right? So they relish in the fact that you're bombing. Yeah. That's a yeah. different energy. You don't want that. And those guys oh. usually disappear after a couple of years anyways. Um, but like, you know, y- y- your your fear is is not doing well. I, I was at the benefit because I was an actor first. So I was comfortable in going up there. So I was never really afraid to to bomb. I've always, the biggest piece of advice I always give to young comics is, is treat your new shit with the confidence that you treat your proven shit. And it's just a mental change that you make in your mind that will help you go for it at a high level. And you, sometimes you're still going to bomb. I, I, I remember when I first started, I bombed in front of a room full of like 70 of my close friends and family. Oh, wow. And I was like hot. I was like a year in and I'm like getting all these shows in Vancouver. And I moved back to Hamilton and I'm like, this is the Eric Johnston live show. And I like invited everybody and I just ate the biggest bag of dicks in front of like <laughs> 75 oh, no. of my We're... close friends and family. Oh. And even that wasn't that bad. Like it sucked. But after 20 minutes, you're like, okay, well, let's just get another one. When you're a comedian who's constantly working, you know you got another show in front of you. So you have a short, you hopefully have a short memory. The guys who kind of stay in that negative space after a bomb, they don't they don't last very long because that's yeah, based on their own mental health. Right. I know, yeah. but how, that's what I was going to ask, guys. How do you overcome that? For well, uh, it, well, if I could take a minute to go, yeah. Like I remember my my first big show was two years ago. I did Bad Fellas with Massimo Canestrao, Grillo Grasso, and Pino Perillo. We were at yep. the Rialto downstairs, which holds about eighty to one hundred <laughs> people. That was my first oh. biggest show. Mm-hmm. And for me, I can tell he was sweating bullets. Even like even when I do bullets be I do like open mics, right? Like like for me, okay. Like I have I have attention deficit disorder. Okay. For me, starting like getting into my joke, starting, it takes me a little uh it, it's hard for me to start, you know, because I I get that's your first problem. problem. That's your first problem. You got to come out and yeah, kill them. Exactly. You got seven seconds to get them. Yeah, you got to come I, up with a good line off the top. I every time I walk on stage, I go, I know I'm coming up here with weird energy. I look like the manager of a failing strip club. That always <laughs> gets a boom laugh, and I got them. You have yeah. to get them in the first thirty seconds, or you're yeah. not going to get. Yeah, them. exactly. But then, but then after that, I felt confident. I kept going. There's just one time. It was uh, it was it was uh, at La Petite Grenouille. Okay, and the stage like you had to climb like uh, climb like a box to get on. So I was with my friend E.C. Valiente, and we, and I followed him. He fell off stage, oh, and everyone shit. burst out. Now I had to go. I fall going on the stage. I'm not talking about oh shit. I'm talking about like, I literally almost fell on my face. Smashed what is this slide? What the fuck? Yeah, and then people were laughing, and I got up, and I'm like, uh, <laughs> like I'm trying, but people just kept laughing for a minute. I'm like. Uh, <laughs> my knee was hurting, and and yeah, to so I get mentioned for me doing stand up, whether it's a pro show, whether it's my own shows, whether it's open, like I always have that hard time of saying, Hey, how's it going? So, but then after that, I get into rhythm because I get into that mindset of, Hey, you know what, you're on stage, people are there listening for you for five to seven minutes or whatever, yeah. you know, get into this. And then people tell me, Claudia, you have a punchable face. So you know, you have a face. So use that. So one time I went on on stage and I'm like, 
and then and that went into it. Always start, boys. Always. Uh, there's not all comedians on here, but always start with what you look like. That's yeah. why it's a. It seems cheesy, <laughs> but always open with what you look like because it immediately settles the entire audience. Oh yeah, no, I, I have all these bits. I, again, like I look like a manager of a feeling strip club. I'm a comedian who only, <laughs> work, only works out his arms. I'm shaped like a slice of pizza. I always. I, I look like John Candy's gay son. I have all of these <laughs> openers that just go boom. That makes the audience immediately settle and they go, oh, he's aware of what he is and now we're on his side. Because yeah, I know yeah. like, I'm a big confident guy and I fucking work out the arms and I dress nice and I can see that when the audience, when I go up there, the audience is going to think, who the fuck does this guy think he is? Okay. When you start with yeah. that kind of self-deprecation, yeah. they, it levels them and they go, oh, he knows who he is. And then you just hit, you just like fire out of a cannon. Now, obviously, yeah. you guys know I'm a high energy comic. So yeah. I'm like, boom, 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 boom. Thank you. Good night. If you're a slow burn guy, at least get them with something off the top and then, and then build into it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And talk about that. I just I want know, to I say know. that uh, yeah. the first time I actually met Claudio oh, God. Uh, was at a comedy show that Tony Riccio had organized a couple of Eddie years G. ago. And was this at Melrose or was this at Le Baron? Probably Le Baron. I think it was Le Baron or something. Oh, God, I don't know. No, it was garbage back then, man. Holy there was your, there was your buddy there. there was was the... garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry you guys lagged. I didn't hear what you said. Sorry. I said, how long ago was it? He's still garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm funny. I'm I just wanted uh, to say that uh, because going back to like uh, – you know, the fear of bombing out and so on and so forth. Claudio, I still remember that night freshly. Man, you killed it. And you haven't changed. Oh, thank so you. Thank you. that is my honestly brotherly uh, love for your comedy as well. And Eric Johnson and Vance and Peter Bowman and, and the rest, I got to, seriously, I got to get my ass up to date on these guys because <laughs> what I'm seeing live tonight <laughs> Eric Johnson, who.com? Where's my fucking head? I'll get my head out of the way. He got the promo game. He got the promo game in there, man. What business, yeah, boys? Eric, there's a red dot on your, on your forehead. Hey, Hi. it's called show business for a reason, you boys. Run it like a business. You should, Dario. You should. You should catch it. Guys. Absolutely. And it's just to say that uh, what I also wanted to say is I think I speak for many. We appreciate you guys because. What you guys are doing, comedians, whether it be locally to, again, other big international stars or whatever, in rough times like this, this is one of the best ways to keep sane, laughing. It's yeah. it's the only way, yeah, you know, absolutely. or a couple All of right. other ways too, you know, having a drink and this and that and whatnot. But laughing is what helps. I mean, I, I'll tell you honestly, I've, I've personally gone through some personal dark times in my past. Um, one almost costing me a big price, but um, uh, being around people or listening to people that made you laugh, it really, really does help. And I thank you guys for that. And wow. I think well, that's nice. many others that thank you for I that. Well. I, I wanted to answer your question, Dario. Well, said, Dario. Go. Yeah, go ahead, Vince. I wanted, I, I wanted to say that um you know well th you're welcome you know what i'm saying because I, 
thing. <laughs> I, appreciate, I appreciate the fact that somebody's out there. This guy's you know, swallowing pretzels. He's ready to give us. <laughs> you're welcome. You wasn't talking about you, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. God damn it. It's talking about me here, guys. B, now you no, I want to say, I want to say this. I want to say my favorite part, though, that I. Um, at beginning, when I first started the comedy thing, my first the like like Eric said, two words, bombing and killing. That's the thing. But now, after going after a couple of years now, and and then even through this year, this year I was like I was on a like the coming into twenty twenty, I was on a super streak. I was like, yo, I want I'm I need to bomb. I just need to get a feeling back. I need to feel human again, right? Yeah, so I passed. I was past the part. Here's my new joys and my new fears. Like my new joy is when I actually make a write a new joke and it works. Like I'm mm. like, wow, I got another one in the clip now. I got another another thing to put <laughs> in the clip. I got another thing to put in the clip. Another one in the yeah. clip. Another one. You know what I mean? Another bullet in the clip. That's my. That's my shit. I, get, I get off now. I get off once I get once I get to New York. Once I write something and then I go up on stage and it's raw, but it still gets a couple laughs. I ain't even tighten now. I'm like, woo, got got something to clip. Now I'm gonna tighten it up. That's my new joy now. And That's then my awesome. fear now is like I'm a wild dude. I I say I say so um I say some shit, you know what I mean? Like, like, like I'm I, I keep it real sometimes, and then this makes me look and I may come off unprofessional sometimes. So now my biggest fear is not like I hope my realness doesn't affect my career professional professionally wise you feel what i'm saying yeah because it can happen like i could say some shit and i'm thinking everything's a joke next thing you know hey yo why ain't getting these why ain't homie ain't called me for that movie i thought we was gonna start i thought i was gonna be on next week what happened yeah. well yo yo you said some shit while you was drinking last week and now they don't even want to fuck with you you know what i'm saying i want to i don't want nothing like that that happened to me, so um, I'm trying, I'm trying to like watch my behavior a little bit more. Like I'm still gonna be like wild and stuff, but now it's like I this year I I'm thinking like it's more of a there's a the, there's a thing to being professional. Like professional actually is a thing, and 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 then now I'm getting it like EJ. EJ is more professional than me, and now I'm like whoa. I'm peeping it. Like, you don't got to really change to be a professional motherfucker, but motherfuckers going to work with you more if you just more professionalism, like your business. You just got to do good business in the way how you interact with people and notice that sometimes, you know, some people make joke. Some people can take jokes. Some people can, you know, you just got to fill it out and just good judgment. I think, I think the best feeling a comedian can have is when, uh, when a, a new piece of material starts to feel like the rest of your act, that's when that's that's the biggest that's the biggest win for a comedian. When you're doing a new bit that works seamlessly in your regular act, and and Vance uh, to speak to that fear about 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 you affecting your career, it all comes down to heart, man. If people know that you have a good heart, they're gonna follow you to the end of the road, man, and. I know you keep it real. And I know that's, I think that's part of your spice and your edge because you're, you're a guy that people just want to hang out with Vance. I knew I wanted to hang out with you before I even saw you do comedy. I don't know if you know that. 
yeah, but yeah, I was I'm, like, I've never seen the guy, but I like hanging out with him. And yeah. that's a lot. That's a big part of the business. There's a lot of guys, big professionals, who take guys on the road with them, not because they're the best comedian, because they're a good hang. Because yeah. you got to be in a car with this guy for 12 hour drives. You got to be yeah. on the road with this guy. You got to be literally in the trenches. It really comes down to who would you take to war with you? Because that's what it feels like. We're in this together, going to war together. I think part of your spice is, is yeah, that edgy side and that, and that, and that shit. But I think when you have a good heart, and people can see that and know that it's all jokes. I don't think you have anything to worry about. And you're going to hear no a million times. And I trust me, I've been promised TV shows, fucking movies, uh, specials. I shot a special that got so fucked up I had to scrap it. And I already went around and told everybody that I was had this special coming up. Wow. So, like, you learn a lot of shit yeah. on, down the road. And this all comes from experience. Now, I believe Luigi's going to try to round this out with a yeah, story about uh, a guy involved. I think we all it. took over his show. Yeah, uh, thanks no, for having I, us on our show. I wasn't even trying to be here. I was going to watch AEW. Like, wow. Well, you added us to that group chat, and you were like, yo, we want to be on our show. And I saw yeah. these guys be like, what is this? Why are we doing this? Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> this is a turbulent <laughs> environment, but I'm, I'm down. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna wrap. I'm gonna wrap it up now, guys, wrap just because uh, my 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 computer is dying, and uh, I just I'd lost right, two hours. Two hours yeah, is a I, good podcast. I, yeah, absolutely, I'd lost you for a while. But listen, guys, um, I want to first of all say thank what? you for Joe Rogan quit right now, bro. Yeah, no, no, he wouldn't. But <laughs> I'm I'm gonna have to fix my my little problem. But uh, I want to thank you guys for coming on, uh, Dario, especially as well, uh, all of you guys for for being there, Eric, for being there from the beginning. Um, everybody watching and listening, guys, uh, go listen to the Dirty Four podcast, uh, Coffee Talk podcast, uh, fl Flame, the, um, sorry, Rapid Flame, uh, Rapid Flame Rapid podcast, Ange uh, TV show on YouTube, uh, Eric Johnston, who.com for Eric Johnston content. Guys, from the bottom of my heart, I love you guys, all of you. I really appreciate, truly appreciate all of you. Love you too. And uh, thank you so much, guys. I wish you all a happy new year. Everybody listening yeah. and watching, happy new year. Uh, yeah. Let's hope it's a lot better than 2020. And peace out, guys. Love you guys. And remember, like I always say, be good to each other all the time. Love you, you too, guys. Ellen, be good to each other. Thank you. <laughs> I think that exit's already taken, you fucking chooch. What are you doing? <laughs> I, 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 think it, I think it for myself. I think it for myself. Okay, I well, made it forget about Ellen. You, so you gotta come up with something different. Than that. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, Eric. She's not on TV anymore, so it's okay. It's okay. She's mean, exactly. Oh. Love you, brother. Love you, my brothers. Take care. Love you, guys. Cheers. Wow. Happy New Year. Wow. You're a child, guys. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening to the agree to disagree show make sure you like subscribe and tell all your friends about it until next time